Good afternoon. I'm Al Cresta. Thank you for being with me. We're joined right now by Dr. Anthony Esselin. Uh, he has been an incredibly prolific uh, writer and scholar, uh, 28 books to his credit. Uh, he serves as uh, with the excuse me, he serves as a writer in residence at the Magdalen College of the Liberal Arts in uh, Warren, New Hampshire. And most recently, uh, his book, In the Beginning Was the Word, an annotated reading with the prologue of John, has been released. It's a, a beautiful, deeply insightful look at the opening of St. John's Gospel. He's also published recently, No Apologies, Why Civilization Depends on the Strength of Men, which will be our primary conversation today. But I learned that he's just launching a new online magazine called Word and Song, which can be found at anthonyesselin.substack.com, and we'll have that linked at our website as well. Tony, good to have you back. Thanks. Hi, Alan. It's great to be back here. I was, uh, you know, going through, reading through uh, No Apologies, and I there was a little section you went off on from St. Paul, 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verse 13, and it reminded me of a Bible study that I was in. It had to be 1974, 75, maybe 76, right around there. And we were, that passage came up. Uh, And so the passage uh, reads, and again, the translations vary a little bit, but uh, it reads pretty much like this. Be on guard, Stand firm in the faith, act like men, be strong, that all that you do be done in love. Or it might be beyond the alert, stand firm in the faith, act like men. Well, many of the translations now drop that phrase, act like men, and they say be courageous. But I, I started laughing to myself, because during that Bible study, one person said, well, he can't mean act like males, because... You know, that would be sexist. <laughs> and it I, is precisely what he uh, yes, says. Yes, exactly. That is, act like manly males. That's right. The, the verb, in fact, has to do with males. Andrezeste um, is the verb. Yeah. Um, yeah, he really did. He meant, quit yourself, acquit yourselves like men. Yeah. Right. You know, it, it's funny, like when I was growing up, my father would often say, you know, act like a man. Right. And I knew what he meant by that. Uh, And yes, maybe uh, sometimes it meant uh, I wouldn't be properly uh, sensitive or emotional. Uh, Maybe I went too far in that direction. But basically what he meant is you got to have a spine. You have the backbone. You have to be willing to do the job in front of you. Right. And And, and not let... Uh, not let your feelings get in the way. Right. Um, right. So you have the feelings. Yep. Uh, you, we're not pretending to be stoics here, but what you have to do, you have to do regardless, right? Yeah. Uh, also, um, act like a man or be a man meant, uh, you know, you, you're going to get punished for something that you've done, perhaps. Yep. Well, take the punishment. Take the punishment, yeah. Uh, right. Or uh, something hasn't turned out the way you wanted it to. Maybe you, you know, you lost in uh, the ball game that meant a lot to you. Um, don't go off and sulk. 
don't don't pout. Don't refuse to shake the hand of the winner mm-hmm. because none of that is manly. Right. 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 Hey, man, come on. Yep. Come on. Yep. It did well, but the other guy was better today. Be a man. Congratulate him. All right. Yep. Yep. And let's go and let's have some fun. Um. Yeah. Is yeah, that uh, is that being lost today? Well, um, I, I, it's you, you, we can't you can't you can't destroy nature altogether. If you <laughs> right. uh, the, the old po- poet Horace says, you can throw nature out the door. She'll she'll climb in through the window. <laughs> um, but but uh, you know, boys are left out at sea. Um, so many of them growing up without their fathers in the home, right? Um, they don't know what it means to be a man, so right. they, end up, they end up either effeminate. They end up effeminate, and I don't mean womanly, because that's a different thing entirely, right? Mm-hmm. I don't mean feminine. They end up effeminate in one of two ways. They either become sissies or they become um, caricatures of men, uh, uh, sort of um, muscle-bulging, macho... Right. Um, bullies who push weaker people around um, and who actually don't get any really great work done. Um, in other words, they end up being either uh, failure even to reach a kind of caricature of manhood, or they become caricatures. I mean, in both cases, it's bad, right? Because you right. end up either underachieving or you end up dangerous, right? Yeah. Um, when actually the, the man should be the rock on which the household spans. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I haven't checked statistics on this, but it's commonly said that the greatest indicator of future criminality is the absence of a father in the home. Oh, yeah. And we have known this, too. We, are, we have no excuse, right? Um, uh, the, the, it's the greatest indicator, even when you correct for... For, for, for related things, by the way, it's not independent factors of education and income, right? Because mm-hmm. they, too, suffer right. when the father is not in the home. But even when you correct for that, correct for race, too, um, it, the, the single biggest factor of whether you're going to do time uh, is whether you grew up without father in home, right. right? But we've known this since Daniel Patrick Moynihan working yeah. for... Lyndon Johnson, yep. so a liberal Democrat back in the old days when being a liberal Democrat did not mean drag queen story hour for little kids. <laughs> um, uh, when Daniel Patrick Moynihan published his, his uh, essays on, um, uh, you know, part of the nation was at risk because, um, because the out-of-birth, uh, the, the out-of-wedlock birth rate among American blacks had risen up to 30%, yeah. and that was beyond the danger level, right? Right. right. Um, and uh, Moynihan, Moynihan had it right. Uh, he, was, he was immediately uh, targeted as a racist, which he, of course, was not. Right. Um, and uh, so he kind of soft-pedaled it after that. Mm-hmm. So did Lyndon Johnson. Uh, the, the Vietnam distracted Lyndon Johnson. Lyndon Johnson was ready to go with that study by Moynihan and to, you know, uh, to, to try to do things at the government level that would promote the family rather than help destroy it. But that got side-railed, yeah. side right? That got, and, and, but we've known it since then. That's a long time ago now. That's it almost is. 60 years. Yeah, 
It's it's a long time ago, and uh, Moynihan's father, I guess, walked out on that fam- his family too. That's one reason he was sensitized to this. Uh, oh no, kidding! I yeah, did not know yeah, that. I'm, I'm pretty certain that's the case. Um, but th- th- let me let me point out. It, it's now among American blacks. It's close to seventy, seventy-five percent. Oh yes, it's it's about that. Yeah, and among all Americans, it's uh, it's more than it was. It's worse than it was. Yeah, I think it's pushing fifty percent. Yeah, it, it, this we don't know what this is. Uh, uh, what's amazing is that you don't hear this talked about. Uh, very often, in an, at least in an intelligent way, but right. what becomes of a society in which uh, a majority or a near majority of the offspring can't really identify with or even identify at all who their father was? Yeah, uh, what becomes? The society falls apart. Right. Um, society falls apart because the family falls apart. Uh, and we absolutely do depend. Um, we, we are built upon, right, the kind of bedrock strength of uh, what certain kinds of men do in the workplace and on the bedrock strength of um, uh, male headship in the household, right? Yep. Uh, without that, you, you, you begin to lose the family and household, but you also begin to lose... Uh, a whole lot of practical things that make life good or make life possible. Um, not that we're going to go starving anytime soon, but our infrastructure in America is a disaster. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not raising we're not raising the the young men who can even be hired um, to f- repair uh, uh, our you know sagging underpasses, our our uh, you know. Our, our public spaces in the poorer sections of our cities mm-hmm. that are just hideous, um, worse than worse by far than things that you would find even in Eastern Europe and formerly co- formerly communist nations, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and we're not even apparently. Um, you know, we've got these pipelines uh, that uh, need uh, maintenance. We don't have we don't have the young men who can do it. Um, they haven't been raised. And we'll pay the price that yeah. way, but we're already paying the price. I mean, we don't we don't really have any longer a coherent society in the United States. It's, it's gone. Is you in the book? Uh, no apologies. Why civilization depends on the strength of men. Your chapter, opening chapter, deals with strength, and right. based on the the just biological observation or physiological observation that men are. Uh, just physically stronger, bigger, yeah. heavier, and you know that's uh, uh, that's bound to have cultural ramifications. I mean, uh, th- th- we don't just the idea of maleness or femaleness are not just arbitrary or capricious right. social constructs that somebody uh, invented. Right. What we think of men and women grows out of who they are, out of their nature. Yeah. Uh, you you can't socialize. Uh, a two-day-old baby, a boy, into staring at the uh, the different objects in a mobile floating above his head, um, rather than looking into the eyes of the person who's looking at him. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not a matter of socialization; it's just a matter of nature. Um, and as for the strength, I mean, I just learned this recently. 
um, I was looking online for something else, and I happened upon statistics for uh, the one land sport at which strength is at the least premium, right? I mean, you actually get penalized for having a heavier body. That's running, right? Right. Um, right? So, so I, I, I happened upon high school statistics, which Florida keeps for their high school um, track, right, every year. Uh, Tony, I hear, the, I hear the music. I hear the music coming oh, up. Sorry, we'll, okay. let's, we'll come back and we'll pick it up uh, from these uh, track statistics, high school okay. male track statistics that you found. My guest is uh, Anthony Esselin. The book, No Apologies: Why Civilization Depends on the Strength of Men. It's beautifully written, but it's full again of great wisdom. Uh, Recommend it to you. We'll be back and continue the conversation. Good afternoon. I'm Al Cresta. My guest, Dr. Anthony Esselin, is uh, author, most recently, of No Apologies, Why Civilization Depends on the Strength of Men. We were talking just before the break about the, the undoubted uh, fact that men, again, as a whole, compared to women as a whole, are stronger, heavier, uh, bigger, and that bears out when we look at the world of athletics, for instance. And uh, we were talking, in fact, about the world of track, where, uh, you know, the, generally speaking, the lighter you are, the better off you are. But uh, you were talking about high school uh, track, yeah. yeah, Tony. Yeah, yeah. so I found out that uh, every year in uh, all of the major categories of track, there were five or six boys, different ones in each event, that will beat the all-time world women's record. (laughs) Really? Each year in one state, five or six boys in each category, and different ones in each, will will log a time that is better than the all-time world women's record. Wow. And that's in the sport that rewards brute strength the least. Right, right. And and once you reward brute strength, it's all over, okay? Um... They have the girls' times, too, and typically uh, two or three to six or seven of the top 500 girls would crack the top 500 boys' scores. Top 500. Yeah. And every once in a while, none of the girls in an event would would crack the top 500 boys. So they list the top 500 for each event every year. Um, it's crazy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, I mean, everybody knows this. Right. Um, I mean, everybody knows you, you let high school boys play in the WNBA, make them use the same size basketball, and there's no more WNBA. It's gone. Yeah. Uh, even even uh, high school boys in, in the LPGA, although they would be uh, hurt by the relative lack of experience with, you know, different kinds of courses, uh, there would be no LPGA. Hmm. Um, and and yet we pretend that we can win with women in the infantry, um, and we haven't been doing very well lately, yeah. from what I can see. Yeah, uh, um, there's this there's this denial of what is obvious to yeah. most of us, and, and actually, there's there are real social problems that emerge when people. Uh, begin to no longer trust the evidence of their senses. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I mean, we live in a fantasy land. And, uh, you know, 
uh, it isn't really all that beautiful. <laughs> it's kind of ugly. Right. Um, it's kind of ugly and pathetic, uh, our, our fantasy land right now. And that's why, that's why I'm starting this, um, that's why we have, my wife and I started this um, uh, web magazine. Yeah, yeah, tell me, tell me about it. To introduce people to what is actually beautiful and sane. Um, yeah, we, well, we, every week, uh, there's two levels, right? I mean, there's free, free for everybody. Who subscribes, but also we have material that's only for paid subscribers. But there's a, 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 a hymn of the week because most of the great hymns in our Christian tradition have been lost, mm-hmm. or nobody sings them anymore, nobody knows them. Right. Um, a poem of the week, right? That poetry used to be the universal art, right? Uh, really important to, to uh, every culture, uh, not just the highbrows, I'm not talking about that, to everybody. Um, so uh, there will be that, and also for paid subscribers, an audio version of that. Uh, longer readings from from me, audio um, podcasts about this or that, right? Articles that I've written, mm-hmm. podcasts, and a word of the week. Um, the word, words of the week will be forays into uh, the history of English, and you know what this word means, where it comes from, and so so on, like that. Uh, uh, a really uh, good, um, uh, that fun thing, and a film recommendation of the week. Nice, okay. And also the occasional, uh, more than occasional, song of the week. Um, Great. Folk songs or big band music songs, uh, uh, American American folk songs, other folk songs, mm-hmm. um, songs written by the great masters in the middle 20th century, like Rogers and Hart or Cole Porter. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, things that are beautiful, good, fun, bring them back to people um, so that their lives don't have to be as drab as our mass entertainment yeah. now makes them. Yeah, yeah. And our mass schooling, too. Yeah. Uh, let me. You make a number of points in this book, which I think are, are so important. In you're talking, first of all, the strength of men, but you also talk about uh, agency, and that right. is, again, related to something that is, I, I've observed, I've raised I've five children, uh, right. my youngest is 21, my oldest is 41, and right. I've got four boys and one girl, and there's no doubt uh, that my boys, growing up, were more restless, uh, right. m- more inclined to... You know, uh, you know, wrestle, <laughs> wrestle, <Right. laughs> and um, you know, the, as many yeah, as yeah. many people, many people noticed. Uh, if you don't give them guns, they'll pick up branches and use them as guns. Um, right. So right. this again seems obvious to almost everybody who's raised uh, boys. Right, and, and it's you know we wouldn't think twice if somebody said it of certain breeds of dogs, right? Um, why does the border collie need lots of space? Well, it's because it's because of his nature and his metabolism, right? <laughs> right. Well, the boy. Why does he need a lot of space? Why does why should he be outdoors? Yeah. Um, yep. Well, it's because he's got the body he's got. <laughs> it, it 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 cries out for for action, sometimes bruising action. Yeah. This is this come. This is not socialized. Go any place in the world. Go pick any culture you like. Doesn't matter. Boys act like boys in every culture known to man. Yeah. It's immediately recognizable. And uh, girls like girls, it's immediately recognizable. It's nature. So th- it, 
You mentioned earlier about the infra- crumbling infrastructure around here. Right. Uh, and, you know, you look at that, and if you know anything about history, you know about the great building of the railroad across the country. You know about the, this construction of dams. Uh, just that kind of physical labor. That right. was almost exclusively male, right? I mean, these are yeah. men working. Uh, it was pretty much exclusively male. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, well, who, who else is going to do it? Right. Um, who, who's going to build the Brooklyn Bridge? Yep. Uh, the, the, remember those famous photographs of guys sitting on a girder eating lunch? <laughs> yes, yes. The girder is just hanging yep. in the air. Um, they're 200 feet above the ground, right? Yep. And there they are eating lunch. Um how do you build a thing like that? The guys who build it, they have to get used to, you know, one false step and they're dead. Right. But they're used to that. You've done it for many years. You've grown used to it. You can do it. Nobody else is going to get that done. Women are not going to get that done. Right. That never happens. Right. Right. And and men wouldn't want it that way, right? Men would, what man says to his wife, honey, the roof is leaking. Here, I'll get the ladder for you. You go up. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Nobody does no. that. No. Uh, in the the curse uh, after the fall uh, affects men and women differently. Right. It affects Adam right to this area of cultivating the earth. Uh, instead of bringing forth fruit, he's now bringing forth thorns and thistles. With women, it affects her in the area of childbearing. Right. Uh, should we take that 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 signify for us something essentially different about man and woman? Yeah, and uh, we'll notice that the, in both cases the curses conceal a blessing, right? Um, in the sweat of thy brow thou shalt eat bread. Right. But he's going to eat bread. Yeah, yeah. Right? Very and, good. and in pain you'll bring forth children, but she is going to bring forth children. Yeah. Um, he, he's going to be doing the labor that's the foundational labor for uh, the survival of the family and, the, and, and of his little society. Um, she's going to be doing the indispensable and central task of bearing children and then taking care of those children. Um, you know, it's it's insane. Uh, if you go back to any, uh, any any culture, you say, well, listen, you know, you're doing it all wrong. The men should be taking care of the little babies here. The women should be hunting the buffalo. Right. Uh, yeah, how's that going to work? Um, uh, you you want to live and that's why people did what they did. Um, they did what they did because it was natural and necessary for survival. I remember... And it's beautiful, too. I mean, it why is. you complain about it? The, the world's poetry and songs are, and literature is filled with the marvelous difference of between male and female. That's right. That's and, right. Uh, and I'll be bringing that to the fore in the songs uh, and the folk songs that will be on Warden's song, too. It occurs to me often that... We produce almost no love songs right now. I know. Right? Yeah. Um, why? Because the, the sexes have been dis- disillusioned with one another. Everybody's confused. Nobody knows what they're supposed to be. Yeah. Um, women uh, resent the fact that, what, that you can't go into combat? Uh, that's crazy. To, uh, uh, well, now, of course, it's crazy that they are there. It's insane. Um, but, but, you know, neither sex looks upon the other with uh, admiration or gratitude. But that's that's a even among fallen men, that is a sick situation. Yeah, yeah. Um, even among fallen men, uh, right? I mean, well, 
the refrain from the old Irish folk song, the, the Gypsy Robert, he whistled and he sang till the green woods rang and he won the heart of a lady. <laughs> There's nobody right now That's who would make that song. That's beautiful. We're yeah. hardly producing people who can even understand yeah. it. Yeah. Let, let me let me just shift gears a bit here. Um, is patriarchy, so this is one of those nasty words, patriarchy, yeah. but with the biological differences between men and women, uh, is patriarchy or male dominance uh, inevitable? Patriarchy is not inevitable. Uh, if we mean by it sane and uh, wholesome government by fathers, yeah. male domination is inevitable. Right. Um, right. Because men are bigger and more aggressive, and more risk-taking, and more willing, um, even to kill themselves to get what they want. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, you you can have your pick. You can, you can have you can have a government by fathers, or you can have uh, the other thing, which comes in two forms: anarchy or tyranny. Yeah. Um, patriarchy is the great is the great victory for the human race. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and, and what parts of our society are the most violent, most dangerous? They're the ones where you can't find a father right. on a city block. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I, I would think that uh, some of the popular culture would be going our way with the rise of, well, it used to be called sociobiology, now it's called evolutionary psychology. Right. It, uh, that should be, insights from that should be favoring to some degree this yeah. difference between male and female. I know. All the evolutionary psychology, all the sociobiology is on our side here. All of it. Yeah. Um, and, and yet, you know, those guys, all they do is end up saying about these things, saying what any common observer with an ordinary common sense would, would say. Right? I mean, they, they may come up with um, reasons why it's so that may or may not have roots in the evolution of man, I don't know. Um, but certainly, uh, if we, can, we can say the negative, right? Unless men were like this, we wouldn't be around here to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> Tell people again about Word and Song. Um, just uh, type my name in, uh, anthonyesselin.com, it'll show up. Very good. Anthony, thanks so much. We'll, we'll thanks, talk Al. again. Great okay. Anthony Esselin, again, uh, 28 books, and they are just wonderful. This new one, No Apologies, Why Civilization Depends on the Strength of Men, uh, makes, a, you might say, an apologetic for the inevitability of patriarchy. And uh, we're going to have Tony back to talk about his new book on the prologue of the Gospel of John, which is very good.